Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we disassemble a film from the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute segments and then examine it in obsessive and occasionally hilarious detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Swashbuckling Ladies Debate Society podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco, Kyle, Ray. Yes, sir. Hello. I have a very interesting thing. Would you Ooh. believe if I told you there's a little bit of Iron Man in all our lives? Oh, you mean in our hearts? Do tell. Yeah. <laughs> that was two totally different reactions. <laughs> now, let me let me tell you a little story. We're going to continue the conversation that we had in the last minute about hmm. automobiles Ooh, in okay. a little bit different way. The catalytic converter is an exhaust emission control device that reduces the toxic gases and pollutants in exhaust gas from an internal combustion engine. Now, first widespread use of these Surprisingly, actually, in the United States automobile market uh, in the 1970s, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency created stricter regulations on exhausted missions. Shout out to the EPA. We're, we're trying. We're trying to, you know, help everyone <laughs> to different effects at different times. Yeah. But um, so anyway, we, we have the uh, the two way catalytic converter that does this. It's supplanted by the third of uh, the three way one in 1981. Obviously, this is a big part of how engines work and, and not just automobiles, but in generators, forklifts, mining equipment, trucks, buses, locomotives, motorcycles. Even there's some wood stoves that actually, in their need to control their emissions, actually have a catalytic converter in them. Wow. I don't know if you know this, but the key element in catalytic con converters that makes them do their job is palladium. <gasps> really? Yes. Palladium's primary use is in catalytic converters. It's also used in jewelry, dentistry, watchmaking, blood sugar test strips, hmm. aircraft spark plugs, surgical instruments, and electrical contacts. And they also are a fine publisher of role-playing supplements. <laughs> and that too. <laughs> like I said, there's a little bit of Iron Man in all our lives. Well, wow. that's a, a, something that we can think about here as we enter minute 20 of Iron Man 2 from 2010, directed by Mr. John Favreau. Uh, joining us for the for this episode is Ray. Uh, let me just say, it's I'm a minute late, but it's nice to see both of you with your clothes on for a change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to be free to be podcasting. You can't be bound up. <laughs> I mean, it gets so hot when you sit in one place. <laughs> <laughs> but we've gone far too long without without knowing what the end of Jarvis's sentence was. So yeah, let's what get he said to that. He said at the at the end of last minute, I have run simulations against every known element, and none can serve as a viable replacement for the palladium core. You are running so. out of both time and options. Unfortunately, the device that is keeping you alive is also killing you. That totally sounds like a setup. Doesn't it though? <laughs> Uh, it, it seems like uh, basically that Tony has set Jarvis to exposition mode, uh, which uh, which <laughs> ma which made me think of of this scene from a, a classic '80s film. Now, I'll be lunching with my brother Nicky. He's second in command here, and he's an irresponsible parasite. But I had to bring him into the business because he squandered his half of the inheritance, and he has categorically no prospects. Not that he's grateful. He still gambles and incurs bad debts, uses my charger cards, eats my food, and mm -hmm. borrows my cars without asking permission. And certainly he's not to be trusted. I wouldn't even put it past him to try to steal my most valuable and largest jewel, the fabulous baseball diamond. And I don't know why his bow ties are always crooked. Still and all, he is my brother. Why are you telling me all this? 
It's plot exposition. It has to go somewhere. Anyway. The late Diana Rigg from the great Muppet caper. So who's just recently left us. And so it was a nice tribute to her. Uh, So that was, um, that was a a scene from there where basically every time I think of whenever there's a long run of people like info dumping onto a scene, I always think (laughs) of that. It's "It's exposition. It has to go somewhere. Very well played. Now this is interesting. If you, okay. And the way they do that, they, if you were going to do that, you could have even done this better. I I will have one little, (laughs) one little problem with this is, yeah. I was reading a um, – there was a website, and I actually lost the URL, but it was basically a, a scientific look at this, right? And their line was, you know, the palladium that powers Tony Stark's arc reactor and by extension his Iron Man exoskeleton suit is slowly leaking into his bloodstream and killing him. Ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the as whole plot. That's as, it. <laughs> as my friend Lori has on, and, and she'll be on the show uh, later on in this season, would say, needlessly complicated. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, because that makes sense. It explains everything. I'm like, all right, got it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I do love, shout out to, obviously, too, as we, as we keep loving, pouring on the love on all of the digital graphics here. Mm-hmm. As Jarvis is telling him this, that you've exhausted your, your elements, lo and behold, the periodic table appears. Yeah. On the one monitor showing the elements that he's used, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Like checking them off one by one. Nope, right. nope, nope. Not neon. No, can't do that. Uh, it's a noble gas. Yeah. Oh. So we also get to see a, 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 a nice uh, a, a cut in there of the rash. So it looks like across, like from the from the place where the arc reactor sits, he has a circuit esque rash radiating out which i thought was a really cool visual way of showing Love us that visual. That they, yeah i mean it's, it's such a cool effect too because it's sort of like it's saf cybernetic but it's not just like you know raw skin or whatever you could just see it's all going in angles and stuff too it's really cool i was trying to figure out if that was like uh, a prop or like a, a uh, an extra or was it really they, they just like do a really close-up shot of robert Downey jr with the thing in his chest i, I couldn't tell if it was a, a real person there or not. That was uh, RDJ before rehab. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. Well, you know what I also love too is, is I, I still think this is a great effect, which they did even in the, in the first movie when he lifts up his shirt to place it back in, mm-hmm. man, it looks seamless. Yeah. It literally looks like he's got a grapefruit sized hole in his chest yeah. and he's just putting the reactor. Yeah, you don't back even in. think about it. He's just like, yeah. Oh, of course. No, he's method, totally looks so real. of course he cut a hole in his sternum. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then, and then we see uh, Jarvis d- doing the, doing a good job as the personal assistant. Uh, says Miss Potts is approaching. I recommend that you inform her. Mute. He just like shuts him down. <laughs> like, shut up, Jarvis. Uh, and then we see the screensaver comes up, and there's the flathead Ford again. Uh, and I thought it was interesting because that's the same screensaver he was using way back in Iron Man One, even when Pepper office. shuts. Yeah, exactly. When she shuts off his thing, it calls up that same screensaver. Um, uh, so uh, then, so uh, Pepper comes in and they and and they yeah. have a obviously she's very upset about something uh, and says, "Is this a joke? What are you thinking?" Um, so before he responds, he actually he snaps, and I was trying to think. I'm like, I'm like, okay, he already shut off Jarvis. Like what? Like he already muted him and he already bought the screensavers. What is he doing? If you watch really carefully, when he snaps, the lighting changes. So mm. the snap is actually activating the holograms that we're going to see in the next one. It's a really nice effect because it's so subtle. Correct. You don't really notice that he did it, but that's basically what he's doing is like the snap 
is telling his computer to activate the hologram thing because he's about to walk around and look through his hollow gallery. Um, so then he says, uh, hey, I'm thinking I'm busy and you're angry about something. Says next thing he says is, do you have the sniffles? Because I don't want to get sick. That is an improv line because Gwyneth Paltrow was sick. She actually had gotten sick over the course of things and didn't want to do the scene. And like, no, no, we'll just, we'll just write it in. So she literally was sick. And so he just threw that in there to acknowledge the fact that she sounds really stuffed up when she's doing her lines of the scene. Oh, wait, that was really good, by the way. Um, okay. Well, you know what I loved about that is, okay, not knowing that, I love the fact that it just poured on his just offensive ability mm -hmm. to just push people away, right? Yep. Because oh, yes. any of us who have significant others, you know, if you said, oh, yeah, we should probably stop because I'm busy and you're not in a good mood. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> oh, not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> that's really not that's going to no, work no, ever. No, no, no. And, and then also like, to the. Just like telling people to calm down <laughs> should almost be in the dictionary for having the opposite effect. The opposite effect. <laughs> but then I love the idea of, oh, yeah, wait, are you sick? Yeah, I don't want to get sick. Like, you, you just. <laughs> Oh no! It's just I saw it as just right? piling on the excuses of like, yeah, I don't want, I don't want you to bother me right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then at the, it's it's uh, it's last Teddy came here, so like they follow Tony as he sort of comes around the table, and then they're walking through, and then as he's walking through, we see like a hologram displays, like he's got all these different things he's working on. Uh, his his sort of workbench as he's going through, you know, hovering in the air. That's what we talked about the the new floor that they have designed that basically can put holograms up uh, all over his workshop. Right. Uh, so then the first one he goes he goes to it looks like I guess maybe it's because he had just found out that the the his latest version the element or whatever wouldn't wasn't going to work. So it looks like it looks like a chest piece or whatever that he grabs, crumples up, and then throws it away. Uh, mm, and so yeah. when he, you see what he does, it basically it, he crumples it up, so he makes it a ball, and so then a backboard pops up, and he right. throws it, and he gets a thing, and you can see the score is seventeen to nine. Yes. So <laughs> then it goes, to, then it goes to eighteen. Who scored the nine? That's like, exactly what I was wondering. <laughs> who has he been playing against? Like, has Rody been coming over, and they're doing hollow basketball? Is Pepper like? Is it Dummy? Like, <laughs> I I totally thought Dummy that got nine points. That's pretty impressive. No, and and first of all, to know that this is one point per shot, right? Because yeah, it goes from seventeen right. to eighteen, right? So and you basketball. can't tell. There's no image. It's really hard. There's little bit of text or something. that looks like above each one of the numbers, but I can't. You, there's just not enough detail to tell yeah. if there's names there or anything. I want to know who's. What was that about? Like who's who's even playing? Yeah dunk the hologram with i mean like what's what's going on uh that's uh, fine as he's walking down the past then he actually sees as the camera passes right over the wireframe of well rob that kind of looks like an armor that's in sort of like a, a case like a small suit like you could put your arms and hands uh that was pretty we, that that's pretty that's pretty clever like they well, actually no, put like a wireframe of the future iron man armor right there in front of you and if you're not paying attention to the yeah. to the suit Kate version, there's the fully assembled version of it behind yeah. it to the left. Yeah. You can see that this is a totally different Iron Man suit that has multiple hinges and joints yeah. all going down at like shingles, so that it obviously has a reason for it to expand. Right, because obviously he had been he had been planning on 
this suit and making this and taking it with him to Monaco. Like this right. is all was planned out part of his, his thing. Like he, he wanted to have it for that trip specifically. Uh, and they planted it right there. Just uh, so there's a little foreshadowing. If you know what you're looking for, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so meanwhile, as they're, as they're talking, I didn't really see anything else in the holograms. Like everything else just seemed to be just regular stuff. Did you see anything else there that was significant? No, that's all okay. I got. Definitely the suitcase, both the suitcase suit yep. expand expanded and yeah. in the in the process of being contracted, and then this this uh, sequence as they keep t- while walking and talking, um, it then cuts to a profile shot and we see just gorgeous views of those automobiles that we talked about yeah. in the previous minute. Oh yeah, uh, the Ghia Cadillac, uh, the Mercury. I mean, just they're gorgeous. These look just fantastic. Yeah. So they've also been having the same conversation as they're walking through. So. Um, the pepper is very upset about something. So what is she upset about? And she says, did you just donate our entire modern art collection to the boy scouts of America? Uh, and so this, this is interesting because like, this is not only is, is this is a callback because like in the first movie, if you remember he was acquiring Jackson Pollock paintings. Like that was one of pepper's first jobs after she uh, got rid of the, <laughs> the journalist who stayed over. Uh, is that she was trying to buy them from Larry, which I'm, I'm guessing maybe uh, that was another uh, name drop thing. Could that have been Larry Ellison? That was oh, yeah. It? I'm not sure. They don't say that, but basically he's asking way too much, but Tony says he has to have them, and so he buys them. And now, <laughs> here we are, and he's giving them away. That I'm sure the Jackson Pollocks, uh, they would consider the modern art collection, are being given away. So one of Pepper's jobs was assembling this amazing art gallery, and now Tony's just giving it away. And why is he giving it away? Because he's dying. Right. And this is what people do when they're dying, is they start giving away their stuff. And so I'm like, that is a really nice, subtle way, because she's flabbergasted that all this time and money and effort she's spent getting the stuff, that he's just giving it away. Well because he doesn't think he's going to be around in a year. So he wants to find homes for all of these things uh, as he goes. That's, that's a nice little, uh, nice little foreshadowing there. Um, and so, and of course, Tony's being Tony. So he's being a total dick. And he says, uh, it's not our collection. It's my collection. No offense. Once again, the phrase, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically means the opposite of what it is when, it, when it's being used. Um, and so Pepper fires back. She says, I think I'm actually entitled to say our collection considering the time that I put in over. And we, and we don't know what it is because that's where the minute comes to end. Uh, How long has she been putting this collection? We won't find out until minute 21. Now, as you mentioned, a couple of things wrapped into this just what seems like an innocuous conversation. No, mm-hmm. there's a couple things. One is that, yes, obviously, this is the beginning of he's divesting himself, right? Of yes. things. Um, you have that. Two, interesting, they pull the Boy Scouts. For those of you who are listening and are like, what are the Boy Scouts of America? <laughs> it's it's the largest scouting organization and one of the largest youth organizations in the United States with about 2.3 million youth participants and about 1 million adult volunteers. They and were founded oddly, in very little scouting actually happens in Boy Scouting. Like, yeah, it's different. Well, and, and, and obviously they like usually a lot go to places that have already been well scouted out. Yeah, it, this is true. They are going through a variety of of issues that they are working <laughs> through, and they're yes. trying their best to do that. They even now it's no longer even really the Boy Scouts; it's scouting because they're working on that. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on in organizations for youth that everyone is trying to adapt to. Um, but anyway, interesting that they that that's that's the recipient of his art, 
mm-hmm. which I couldn't find any other connection to that other than it was just meant to be like, oh, look what he's doing. He's trying to help out the kids, right? <laughs> There's that. Um, and then, yeah, you start to get this interesting uh, dialogue of Pepper in a, in a rare moment kind of exhibiting her her ownership, right? Like mm-hmm. her saying, well, no, I spent all this time on this. This is just as much as mine as yours. And Tony, I think Tony appreciates that. I think he likes to know that she thinks she's closer to him than she likes to normally reveal. Mm-hmm. But then also at the time of Tony's just like, no, no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is mine. Don't forget, you're still an employee and I'm still yeah. the rich guy. Because when this and then we'll, and as by the time we get to the end of this movie, you're going to see the full circle that that relationship has gone on. This there's a lot going on here that is speaking to what happens further down the road. Yeah, I like that. But if you notice that we missed something, I wish there was a place that people could go that they could point this stuff out to, like a a, a sort of central gathering ground. Not something. Ooh. I mean, we love Discord, but like I mean, like if there's something place that everybody goes, that there would be a place though that like a a, a secluded area. It's, it's so funny that you mentioned that because oh, really? there's this place on Facebook called the Marvel Movie Minute and the Next Real Film Podcast Executive Lounge. <gasps> and if you go there, you can talk to us, talk to Rob and Kyle about everything that's been going on on the Marvel Movie Minute. If they missed something. You can point it out to them. If you miss something, they can point it out to you. It's amazing. <laughs> but I don't know, Ray. That sounds like it'd be awfully expensive kind of place to go. I mean, it's it's an executive lounge. I, I don't it think they is. can afford that. Well, believe it or not, it's free. Free? I mean, I can just right now, I can just go on and, and, and just if go walk have, right into it. If you have a Facebook account, go to the search bar at the top of the page and search Marvel Movie Minute. Or if you are really into it, you can put that whole big long name in there. Join the group and join the conversation and it's quite the place to be. Let me tell you, I I gotta pick up some cigars before I head down. There. <laughs> That's right. Come hang out in the lounge with us. Just ask for membership, you'll get in. We're just trying to keep out the bots and the weirdos. Uh you know if I if I there. had con- if I had admin control over that just as a prank, you know what I would do? Just one Letting day all the bots and I- weirdos. <laughs> Okay, the second thing I would do <laughs> is I would change executive to exceptional. Oh. And I would make it the exceptional. Sure. <laughs> I like that. Everybody would just go, what happened everyone here? Because everyone who's a member is exceptional. Yes, they are. Well, Ray, unfortunately, our t- your time with us has come to an end. Was it everything you dreamed it would be for these five It was episodes? so much more. <laughs> More, Rob. He said it was more. He's a kind, kind man. You are good. To be in the presence of two beautiful beards (laughs) and hear those beards take on an underappreciated movie within the MCU was just a delight. I don't think it's appreciated about the level it should be. Yeah. Now, (laughs) thank you, Ray. Team Hammer. Correct. You're handsome and intelligent. Thank you. And your beard is also mighty. Oh, yeah. It's and powerful. Absolutely. Thank you. So thank you all for joining us. Uh, Ray won't be back, but the rest of us will be <laughs> Yeah, you're stuck with uh, us. For Sorry. For 21, uh, as we find out what the end of Pepper's sentence was. Uh, I think there'll be an element of time involved. So don't waste your time and make sure that you stay subscribed. Enough said. Bye.